a conversation about immigration. And this, I told you, was going to be where we would begin most mornings, at least early on. That was my prediction. That and, of course, just the the asinine behavior of our president, our commander-in-chief. Um, so, and this all sort of circles in together. Now, you realize that when you live in this bubble of a world that politicians live in, in particular politicians at a higher level, not your local politician, not your first electman, not your state reps or your senators even, but when you get to that level where you know, you're spending the majority of your time in Washington, you don't understand the world. I firmly believe that. You get in this isolated bubble like Nancy Pelosi, Feinstein, anyone who's been in office for a couple of decades or more doesn't understand what it's like to put food on the table, worry about that job, worry about making a car payment, worry about getting money for the kids' tuition. It doesn't happen to them. So they don't have to deal with it. So that insulation makes them, for lack of a better term, stupid. They don't have the same kind of common sense that you do. They don't understand what it's like. They don't get it. So when you rise to the top of the political elite and you tell other nations, just get here and we'll take care of you, you don't understand cause and effect and the cause and effect of unintended consequences. You didn't think it through. You thought you were giving people hope Essentially, what you were doing is you were killing people. You understand that now, my liberal friends, that folks are dying, not a few, a lot, as they make their way to our southern borders. Do you understand that a majority of the people who are coming here, majority is the wrong word, 30 to 40% of the people that are coming are kids, unaccompanied, which means that they're given money by whoever and a note to call someone when they get here and they're dropped off into the hands of smugglers, mules, who are bringing them to the border for X amount of dollars. Now, I don't know where these folks are getting four, 6,000 bucks, but they are because it's, I guess it's, it's certainly it's worthwhile. I told you, if it was me, I'd do the same thing. If I was living in squalor and poverty, I'd do the same thing. I'd try to get to the United States. But you understand that while these kids are coming here, They're being abused and molested, sexually uh, abused and molested. We're talking about children. And you're talking about the cartels now who are running the show. And you realize, guys, this happened yesterday. My phone sent me an alert that Joe Biden is no longer allowing the press to cover it. You can't go down there and cover it unless you want to go to the Mexican side. What country is this? where they could dictate that the media can't go to a border crossing. This is not a top-secret military project. They don't want the media there because they absolutely blew this. 
And they know it. Even their own side knows it. You are all elected an absolute moron for a president. A bumbling, fumbling moron who was in politics for 47 years prior to this, never accomplished a damn thing, was at the right place at the right time, could talk the talk in his younger days, rarely walked the walk, but talked the talk. Obama took a shine to him. He was a safe play. And here we are. There's no way you don't regret this, putting him in. It's impossible. It's absolutely impossible that you don't regret this. Sometimes I sit there and I'm speechless that this is the leadership that's in place for the greatest country in the world on a fast track uh, to El Salvador 2.0. Am I wrong about any of this? Have I said one thing that wasn't true? No, I haven't. By the way, uh, the Biden administration is ready to spend your money, $86 million worth of your money, to secure hotel rooms for illegal families. You understand that too, right? So while he welcomed everyone here, 19,000 families who were caught crossing the southwestern border in February now are going to be put up in a hotel at your expense. And the new way this works, in case you were wondering, is let's say... Jose is crossing the border. He gets in. He gets caught. Well, they give him a promise to appear in court. And he says, sure. I'll appear on April 10th. And then he goes away. Now, some of them come back and they appear on April 10th. Because now they know that if they go for because the, the April 10th is a hearing for asylum. Because all I have to do is say, I want asylum. So they come back at that April 10th hearing, and the judge says, No, you're not, you know, you're not qualified. You don't qualify for asylum in this country. So they say, Okay, Jose, you have three or four days, and then uh, get your stuff in order and meet us here at this bus depot. We'll, we'll ferret you back to, uh, ferret you back to where you're from. And then Jose never shows. So Jose not only gets one chance to get in, he gets two. He gets one legitimate chance, and then he disappears. It's 100%. So 100% of the people who are coming across the border now stay. They get here. They get caught. Either they get here and they get in without being detected. They get here. They get caught. They get released. They have a hearing. They lose. They disappear. They come here. They have their hearing. They, they win their hearing. They're in. 100%. Nobody goes home. So the people that have been waiting online for, in some cases, a decade, Joe Biden just flipping you the double middle finger. Screw you. I don't care about you. I don't care about your plight. I don't care about the correct way to get in. And now I'm hearing that the other side of the border, the Mexican side of the border, is littered with bodies, dead bodies. Cartel folks bring them to a certain point. They can't pay. They kill them. I saw two people or three people drown yesterday in a video trying to cross the Rio Grande. That is Joe Biden's fault. That's not ISIS's fault. That's not, that's not, certainly not the people. Listen, I have empathy and sympathy for the people who are trying to get here. I get it. 
I've said, I've been doing talk radio now for 15 years. I've said it for 15 years. It's one thing that I, well, it's one thing that I know that I can stand up and, and tell you that I, I feel as though I'm 100% right on is I have no issue with spending resources to improve the flow of legal immigration, right? Some of the big complaints about legal immigration was that it took too long. I'm on board with that. Secure the border, stop folks from coming in here illegally, and triple if you have to, or quadruple the number of judges and and personnel that handle these cases on the border. I'd be fine with that. I'm sure 99% of Americans would be fine with that, right? But on the backs of the middle class, on the backs of the American taxpayers, you are going to be flooded with illegal immigrants who are going to come here and without jobs, without potential for jobs, without money, without food, without clothes, without a place to live, they are going to be at your mercy. And they're going to be costing you that money every day. So rather than, you know, it's twofold. Rather than helping the people where they are, or the countries that, because the, you know how much cheaper it would be to spend resources and efforts to help folks in these impoverished, impoverished countries, teach them a skill, whatever it takes. If you want to be a good humanitarian, to teach them or help them improve their life than it is to bring them here or have them get here and then have to fund them from the time that they're here till whenever, including food, medical, housing, shelter, all of it. I mean, it is astronomical, the difference. And it doesn't mean they can't come here if they don't want to. See, that's the thing everyone seems to not understand. Do a better job with legal immigration, give people better access, fine. Fine. I'm speechless with some of the things that are going on with this presidency. I am. I don't know how you're not. I know there are liberals listening to me right now. And I know you want to save the world. I get it. I know you want to help every single person up, and that's a great, noble quality. I, I, I do believe that. There's some, not all of them. Some of the liberals are just jackasses. I watched a, I watched a, a thread on Saturday. I was out with the, the dog. Actually, I was on the front stoop with the dog. And a friend of mine posted, you know, a friend of mine was not really political, but he decided to be political. And he posted something about, um, about the coronavirus and the vaccine in particular and how he got the vaccine, the second vaccine, and he's all happy and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there was a, a couple of comments on the thread and then a couple of his folks made some you know, very derogatory co- uh, comments about the idiots on the right, the Trump supporters who aren't getting it, blah, blah, blah. And then somebody actually typed in a message basically saying, you know, I, I'm a free man. And if I choose my path, what is the difference to you? And you should have seen, and then, you know, then there was a couple of other people who jumped in on, you know, this not anti-vax side, but just the side where they were cautious about the vaccine. And as I've said to you before, like jackals 
around uh, an injured wildebeest from all directions. The sarcasm, the nastiness, the ugliness, the despicable behavior, the, the terrible insults that were hurled to this guy. This guy never once insulted anybody. And man, women, it all came out of the woodwork. And, you know, it always goes back somehow to Trump. You guys are so f- fixated on Trump, it's pathetic. But I felt, you know, I felt I actually typed a response and posted it and then immediately took it down because I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to put myself in this. I don't know. I, you know, it's, they're, not, they're not my friends. And I'm not going to go round and round because I don't really like to engage like on Facebook. But I actually couldn't stop thinking to myself, you know, this is a country made up of free men, free men and women. And their choices are their own. And to be guilted and mocked for making a, a choice about a vaccine, putting them in. I don't understand. I don't, I still don't get that. That elitist attitude. 